Welcome to the Prayer Works Podcast, where our mission is to pray and teach others to pray about relevant topics so that you can live a transformed life. Now, here's your host, Executive Director of the Prayer Institute, Nicole Bird. Hey everyone, Nicole Bird here, and I'm the Executive Director for the Prayer Institute, and I want to welcome you to today's Prayer Works Podcast, where our mission is to pray, teach others to pray about relevant topics to help you live a transformed life. Today is episode 125, and I'm excited again to have with me here my friend, my road dog. Joseph Earl of the In the Beginning Creative Group. How you doing, Joe? I'm good. I'm good. Good. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since we've been in the studio, but I am so glad to be back here with you, and I'm excited about the conversation Mm -hmm. on today's topic. Recently, we did a podcast a few moments ago on entrepreneurship and prayer, and I felt like, Joe, that there was so much more to the conversation that it is a topic where we can definitely go deeper. Mm -hmm. And so today, right, I want to look at it from a different lens, right? When it comes to the creative process of entrepreneurship. But, but, But first, before we get into it, I want us to kind of review some of the things that we talked about last time. And I think we talked in detail about the actual call, having the call, the assignment to the marketplace and what that means for the believer. And so I kind of want to review that as a believer, right? As a believing entrepreneur, God is giving you uh, gifts, uh, talents, and abilities to solve a problem. And that your vibe in the marketplace is to be a representative of who God is as you go about your day-to-day business. And so hopefully you are, as you, as you are doing so, hopefully you are bringing one glory to God and you are changing the lives of his people. And so a call to the marketplace, yes, it's a set apart call that has a standard with an intentional purpose beyond just getting the bag. What would you say to that, Joseph? Did did, did I capture it? I think you did. I think, you know, you can't be so concerned about the money Mm. more than the mission, Mm. right? Um, I know it's, you look at it from the standpoint in going being early in entrepreneurship, you go into it like, okay, I have all of these things that I know do bills, this, that, and the mm-hmm. third. But then you you can't focus on that because if you get so hungry for the money piece of it, you you miss what God wants to really do in your life. Mm-hmm. And it's really, it's so much it's so much bigger, it's bigger than you bigger and than you. The problem, I believe, is that we get it twisted sometimes. Right, right. We we get on this paper chase, as you mentioned, and we forget about the one who put us on in the first place, which mm-hmm. is God, right? Mm-hmm. And so we drop the whole uh, 
precept of Matthew 633 that says the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things shall be added. Mm -hmm. And so those things that Matthew is talking about, right? If you go to verse 32, he's talking about your needs, like Mm -hmm. in your, some of your desires, food, clothes, Mm -hmm. the things you need to live out here in this Mm -hmm. world. But according to the scripture, the thoughts of the believer, the scripture says, um, become dominated by those Mm -hmm. things, but Mm -hmm. God already knows what you need. And so if you seek him first, he's going to give you everything that you need. Mm -hmm. So those things are not the focus, right? You're putting your eyes on him Mm -hmm. and focusing on his agenda and plan Mm -hmm. for your life. So we Mm -hmm. put God first, right? In our business. And I would say, we've heard these terms, people over process, right? Mm -hmm. And people over profit. That was a new one that God yeah. kind of gave me. One of the things God yeah. had given me was, is it profit or profit? Mm. And what that meant was, it's are you are you more concerned about the mm. the income? Or are you more concerned about you know the profit is the messenger? Mm-hmm. You know, m- m- focus on ministry, focus on the things that I've called you to do, being the voice, mm-hmm. being the instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it was a wake up call because instantly your flesh is like, well, God, I know you call me to do this or I know this is what I'm so to do, but I have children. I have bills. Well, you I have, have so many responsibilities. But I think the the move of an entrepreneur who is sitting under the covering of God understand that the whole idea of entrepreneurship and being called to the place is a faith movement, Most right? Definitely. So I kind of want to get with you and just talk about for you what has been the struggle when it comes to staying aligned with God when you're in the flow of your business because the check, you know, the bag can mm-hmm. contaminate or taint the ministry or the call that God has given you and you could get on assignment or be called to an assignment God ain't called you to when your mind on the paper chase. Mm. You know, for me, it's for in everything I do, I try to make sure that I put God first in it. Mm. Right. And so there's a process that I have that I, it's, First, I have to, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, Mm, right? mm -hmm. And he directs my path. So when I don't follow the process of what God has commissioned me to, then there cause chasm. Because what I do, you know, every, every project that come to you may be a good thing and it may be profitable, but it may not be for you. Mm. And I had to learn that. All money ain't good money. Mm. You know, all money ain't your money. <laughs> all money ain't your money. You know, mm. so you have to carefully identify, is, is this something that I'm to do? Mm. You know, be, is this something I can do? Or is this something God is calling me to do? And I don't want it to sound so spiritually, so it seems so deep that we just, just walk around and we just... Oh, uh, God, mm. you no, it, it's not necessarily, it's not, it's not that, but it's just a simple, God, is this, is this for me? Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's just simple as having a God conscience mm-hmm. about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So 
in that challenge, I believe it's a great time. You're saying that is a great time to raise um, challenges you have in the actual creative process while you're trying to mm -hmm. develop a concept or idea. How do you gauge if this is a good idea or a concept or a business opportunity, if you will, versus if it's a good idea? Because most businesses, you know, whether they be secular or not, right? Mm -hmm. Most businesses start with an idea or a concept. And that idea or concept usually arises from a place of, of, of a problem needing to be solved or a need that needs to be met. And so the problem comes into play when we are unable to discern is something, is this something I want to do out of my own selfish ambition or is this something really God is calling me to do? Right. So I have a God conscience about what I'm doing. So the question is, how do I know that what God is, that what I'm doing, is this what God um, is employing me to do? And so we don't want to lead, you know, with, with the money bag, you don't want to lead with the bag, but, but the lives that can be saved or change. And so it's that whole seeking the kingdom, you know, principle. So let's talk a little bit about you know, your creative process, you know, ideation when it comes to you, how that, how that kind of flows for you when, um, you're trying to develop a business idea or engage a business opportunity. Well, the first thing is, um, I evaluate my four step process is, and I have, I have to give this all, all to God and, and, and also, to my mentor, the late um, Ramon Harper, he challenged me to make sure that I have a process because when we go into churches or when we go into uh, any business, he was like, you need a process that people can follow or that you can follow to make sure you identify that you're headed in the right direction. Mm. So for me, it's it's H-I-P-E. It's hear the vision, mm. interpret, mm. plan, and execute. Mm -hmm. So I, and when I hear the vision, I, my interpretation process of what you tell me is me praying about how to creatively go into this project. Mm -hmm. And so I put that to paper based upon what you said and based upon the revelation that God had given me, I put that to paper with a plan and a budget and then we execute based upon your approval. Mm -hmm. And so all of that, if I don't follow that process, just say, for instance, you come to me and you just say, Joseph, I want a logo. And I say, okay, well, what you want? It's, um, it's, it's Nikki's Bake Shop. Mm -hmm. Okay, Nikki's Bake Shop. So I'm going to do a logo. I'm going to put a muffin on there and I'm going to put a nice little script on there and it's going to be pink and green and it's going to be Nikki's Bake Shop. And then you come back and say, that ain't, that, ain't, like that. that ain't what I want. That's not, that's not Nikki Bake Shop. That's mm -hmm. not, that's not me. Mm -hmm. But I negated what God said. Mm -hmm. I negated the process of what God said. And so the creativity is birthed out of my own and not out of what God wants, mm -hmm. nor what you see for God mm -hmm. happening, doing in your business. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I negate that process, then the, if then the creativity becomes about me and not about what he wants to do in me in, through this project. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I, and that's how I, that's how I, that's my creative process mm -hmm. to making sure that I always acknowledge him mm 
Mm. that he give me the direction I need to go through the actual execution of the process. And it has worked. When I negate that, don't care how big, don't care how small the project may seem to be in my eyesight, I cannot forfeit bringing him into it. Because if, when I don't bring him into it, it never works out. I'll never forget, this just happened to me, right? I was doing some graphics for um, a client and based upon previous things that I have done for them, I thought, it's good. It, you know, they're going to love it. Right. They're going to love it. It's going to be on point, right? Mm-hmm. Man. So I was like, oh, they're going to love this. This is hot. I collaborated with my team. We're thinking, this is great. Mm-hmm. Client came back. Joseph, you missed it on this one. I don't like it. I'm like, huh? You don't like it? Man, this is bad. No, that's not what I was thinking. Not at all. I said, and instantly God said, you negated the process. Mm-hmm. In all the other projects, you kept with the process. Mm-hmm. You, this is out of your own, what you thought that they might want or what you think that they, but that's not what I want. Mm-mm. Go back. As we are talking about God's role and in the entrepreneurship process and <clears throat> the creative process, for me, it's a little different. You gave us kind of like a framework that you follow mm-hmm. to make sure that you are aligned when it comes to developing uh, um, manifesting vision. So for me, it's the checks in the spirit, right? And when I say a check in the spirit, I mean, there's validation and confirmation by way of the Holy Spirit that what I'm doing is a God effort Mm -hmm. or that it's a God thing. And I gauge that by asking the question is if what I'm doing, bringing glory to God and the people that I am connected to, right. Am I bringing some change transfer transformation or some type of value to their life? Right. With me on in this endeavor, like it has to be beyond my bank account. Mm -hmm. Another check in the spirit for me is uh, what the Bible talks about the ease of the yoke is, is he says, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Mm -hmm. And so the, that whole, am I struggling in the spirit? with trying to get this done. And then another check in the spirit is the attraction of the resources I need to make it happen. Whether that be people or be money or be venue, whatever I need to build. I have been in, um, boardrooms been told no. And God gave me access. He gave me another way to bring about the vision. So that's, so that for me is a check in the spirit, right? Um, another check in the spirit for me would be, um, let me see when I look at that. Oh, this one is big warfare like war spiritual warfare that I'm encountering because of it. Right. When I see all of the, all of a sudden there's some attacks like, and I don't mean to be so I'm not trying to be so deep, but just uninterrupted 
play from the devil on the project. Um, he's showing me his hand. And what I take from that is that whatever we're about to do, uh, whatever project that we're working on, right, it's going to wreak havoc on his kingdom. So that, that for me is an indication that I'm in the right place. So that's a check in the spirit for me. So it's through, and I think you get at this place. So they say, <clears throat> well, how do you get at this place? I get at this place through prayer and devotion, especially if you're well connected to your project. You just mm-hmm. can't go at it haphazardly, mm-hmm. right? So that how does that sound like a familiar process to you? It does. When you're working out. One of the things for me, I'm a, I'm a, can I be just transparent? Mm-hmm. Is being an entrepreneur, every every person that come to you ain't on the level you own. Mm. And so, what happened? I'm gonna give you an example. I'm just be transparent. Um, I had a business owner of uh, he owned a marijuana um, farm. CBD or something? Uh, no, THC. No, no. THC. <laughs> okay. Mm, just, just, okay. The, the stuff. The real stuff. The real stuff. And so when I got called to do the project and I went in to meet with them, you know, you would have thought Snoop Dogg was in the building. Because you could smell it. But, you know, and it instantly <clears throat> because, you know, Joseph, save, save, five, filled with the Holy Ghost, you know me. Right. So we like, mm, I don't know if I should do this. Right. Should I do this? And I battled with it because I'm thinking. Uh, how that's going to look, how that's going to look on my brand. You know, does that really match with me? And and instantly in prayer, mm-hmm. God said. Joseph, everybody's not looking like you. And your light has to shine in the midst of darkness. Mm. So you never know what type of influence you can have on this individual, right? So in prayer, right, you have to make sure that what he that he's called you to this assignment because it's bigger than you. Mm. right it's bigger than you like you just said it's it's not it's not it's not about joseph but it's about what he wants to accomplish through joseph right Mm -hmm. so i i couldn't be like at first i was kind of like i don't i don't think so i don't Mm -hmm. i don't think it's for me but then i was like no i need you to be in this space so you remember i talked about earlier just as a believing entrepreneur you're in this space to be a representation of who god is in your life right and we know that jesus went among the people you know whether they were sinners or not that's where he went he came for the lost right 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 and so there will be opportunities and thank god that you saw that there was an opportunity where you could let your little light shine in the midst of what was happening in that space. I think I, I also kind of want to kind of look at this kind of last thing I want to dive into. If I think we have time is how do we endure in the process? How do we stay in the game? 
because entrepreneurship we know can be tough. I think you had an amazing stat earlier uh, just on the mental health piece. What was that? What was that stat? The stat said that 50% of entrepreneurs have mental health conditions. My Lord, my Lord. And so I believe another part of that is what do you do when you kind of get off course? Like as a believer, you're going this one way. How do I know when I'm far away from God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what he's saying for the particular project <clears throat> that I'm in. So let me give you an example. I've been in ministry, my ministry career, I've had the opportunity to partake in some amazing projects, right? And there have been moments where I would get an idea, right? For an event, an outreach or something like that. And the energy on the onset of the project is high. Everybody's excited. People are engaged. But there's a a struggle in trying to actually execute it, right? Mm -hmm. And, I mean, the piece is just, it's it's an amazing idea, right? Um, When you look at from a macro, macro level, but the pieces are not coming together. And so I began to ask the question, was this God or was this me? with this was this something that I want to do now here's the dilemma though I have spent money and time and resources right we're in the middle of the project and I'm thinking if this ain't from God somebody gonna have some type of feelings about you know moving away from the the project and not seeing it to the end it's kind of like um, you know, getting in a relationship with someone at first sight is hot. It's a hot idea. Y'all vibing with each other. There are some red flags, right? But you ignore those. You get to the wedding day. You like this, not right. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do this, but you spend all that money, the caterer, the venue, the dress, the ring, his parents there, your parents, your people there, you want to save face. What do you do when you're in this situation from a entrepreneur idea, you're in the middle of production, and you come into revelation that this ain't from God? Help me with it. You have to have a tough conversation. <laughs> Man. And a lot of people run from tough conversations. Mm-hmm. One of the things Ramon taught me um, was... Never run from tough conversations because they're they are God's moments of maturing you. Wow. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we 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 say face, but we need to really change face (laughs) and become the face that we need to become and stand and be the man or woman of God that we need to and deal with it head on Mm -hmm. you know a lot of times we don't want to deal with confrontation and the disappointment in in the disappointment it's like okay they're like no because you said god said and that's that we we hide behind god we say you said god said this was good to do now you saying god ain't saying it i'm not saying that god didn't say it what i'm saying (laughs) is we're at this point in the project Mm -hmm. and this is what we need to do we may need to recant. We may need more time. Oh, we might we need, need to, to revise the play. We may need to revise the play. But but I be 
early on in, in entrepreneurship, I was very soft voice, right? Mm -hmm. I, I was very kind of a little bit timid because at that point, you know, you, you need the money. Well, you Whatever you, you want to do. And you're yeah. not as confident. Yeah. And, you, and I wasn't as confident. So if it came to a deadline or something like that, I'm just going to try to get it done. We're going to try to make it work. And you, and, and you're not really, you know, it, you're not going to get the desired result. Mm -hmm. So I would run from tough conversations with mm -hmm. clients. Mm -hmm. I would, or I would just back down like, Oh, because I felt like me backing down was the humility, mm. but that That's was false, false humility. humility yeah. Right. Because in the inside, I want to come out like a pit bull at mm -hmm. you. Right. But I want, but I've learned over these eight years, you've got to not run from the the tough conversations and just say, I'm going to give you an example. I was, I had a client that wanted me to do a docuseries. Mm -hmm. And what I did was there was a deadline that was put upon me that I felt like, mm, I don't think I'm going to make it. Mm -hmm. You know, I just know it. We It's just too much. But I kind of like, because in that situation, I, you know, you kind of like, I don't know if I want to ruffle the feathers. Or, mm -hmm. I don't know how. But what happened is you risk putting out a product that's not excellent. Mm -hmm. or you risk doing a project that is not on the level it should be done on mm -hmm. when you don't have the tough conversations and every tough conversation is not going to end the way you want it to end mm -hmm. because I had the tough conversation and it was like, no, we just need to keep push forward. Well, the fear is how, how they're going to respond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The fear is how they're going to respond to you. And usually that fear comes from a place of you not trusting God to handle the situation. In the first place. Most definite. Most definite. Mm -hmm. And when I had the tough conversation, their response was, we just need to get it done. We need to put it out. Mm -hmm. But this is another thing that my mentor shared with me. He said, everything is for you to learn the lesson and for them to learn the lesson. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you can't be concerned about whether they get it. You got to get it. Sometimes it don't even be about the project. It's what God is doing. There's a personal mm -hmm. development lesson. Right, right. And that, and God chose that project to teach out both, both the lesson in that mm -hmm. so that you could be better for it. Well, I think we're in at the end <laughs> of our show today. So much information and revelation, I believe, has come from this. Um, but I don't want us to go without giving our listeners a couple of call to actions. We heard, now we must do. Right. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I want you to do, those that are listening today, is I want you to make sure you download the show notes. Right. Why the show notes? Because in the show notes, we're going to give you a filter test. And the filter test is for your business projects and ideas. Right. The filter test is going to allow you to create a moment and a space with God to find out if it's a good idea or if it's a God idea. And you need mm -hmm. to have those moments of reflection when you're about to embark on a new endeavor, I don't care if somebody's coming to you with a business opportunity, they want to be a part of a partnership, right? So this is a place for that, for self-reflection, right? And journaling, if you will, on your projects. And you should take that, take that time in your business. 
You're also going to ask yourself some, some, some deep questions. And if they pass the test, then you can go ahead and move forward. But we also want to give you an opportunity to write down a vision statement for each project. Now I know you probably for your business have an overarching vision statement, but I think you need to have a vision statement or in other words, a why statement of why you're going to do this project. Because we just talked about all the obstacles and challenges that you have in business, the different personalities, right? The things that come up, um, people not paying their money. Like you're going to have a lot of issues, but if you have that why statement of why you're doing that in front of you, that's what's going to sustain you. So the why statement is there for sustainability, right? So that's pretty much it. There you have it. Um, thanks so much you guys for joining the prayer works podcast today. Be sure to follow us on praying to change on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter until next time. Bye y'all. Thank you for listening to the prayer works podcast for more information or to purchase the book praying to change your life by Suzette Caldwell. Please visit our website at prayerinstitute.com. And follow us on social media at Praying to Change. Until next time, remember, prayer works.